problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie.
afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Of course, don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it on, on the Anchor app or on your favorite app. Uh, and, of course, all the previous episodes uh, on, um, on Anchor. Uh, and as well as iHeart. I mean, you go way back on iHeart. Um, uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Join the conversation. Love to hear your opinion, whether you agree with me, you disagree with me. Uh, love to hear the opinion. And I, and I try to answer each and every individual that reaches out via social media. Uh, and I might not get to you immediately, but I'll, I'll get to you eventually. So, again, uh, re- reach out and, and uh, be part of the uh, conversation on our social media platforms. Hey, Glenn Gilbo joined me today uh, over at um, – uh, the awarding inside New Orleans sports, and as always, I mean, Glenn's just spectacular, man. He just does, you know, just so knowledgeable, uh, and just again, one of the great writers we have uh, in this state. Uh, and uh, we discussed his book, which we started off with again, which I thought was very insightful about about Skip Bertman. Uh, also, um, then we went into Saints, LSU, and Tulane. So it was a very sh- um, packed show for us and a very thorough show for us. Hope you'll have a chance to enjoy it in case you missed us today at one o'clock on live on WLAE TV. Also live stream on the WLA TV YouTube page. Hey, here are the rebroadcast for the weekend. 6 o'clock tonight on LAE, 10 o'clock on, on the uh, Deuce WLA TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms. We'll have those up for you tonight. Always at EricAsher.com. That'll be up by the we- end of the weekend. And right now on the WLA TV YouTube page, uh, Glenn Gilbo joins us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Hey, today's program is brought to you by my good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And I'm just so, so blessed to have great sponsors like, again, the Bader Brothers and their fantastic uh, collection of restaurants, uh, you know, from Oceana, the mothership that serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day of the week, seven days a week. They're open from 8 a.m. In the, in the morning to 1 a.m. in the morning. They're open late uh, with three different services for you that overlap. Breakfast is 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. Lunch starts at 10 p.m., goes to 4 p.m., and then dinner from 4 p.m. until, again, the party stops on Bourbon Street. Um, uh, again, their sister restaurant, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, you can um, you can check them out uh, again at um, uh, you can check them out uh, on um, on in Metairie again at uh, uh, Lake Villa and Veterans, uh, the rated number one neighborhood restaurant uh, by TripAdvisor. Uh, that's the number one neighborhood restaurant uh, in in uh, in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Also, again, a place where you can grab. Uh, a, a great meal, but uh, just fantastic for, for the games that are coming out. 30-plus TV screens, man. You'll never miss a play. And the fantastic menu, the, the, uh, uh, the great selection of beer, as well as, again, cocktails and the great mixologists. Come on. Then there's Mambo's. Again, 411 Bourbon Street. You've never seen the sight lines of the city of New Orleans like you will at Mambo's with, again, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Rooftop bar, also, again, a, uh, uh, a Bourbon Street balcony for you. Uh, as well as a authentic French Quarter courtyard uh, at Mambo's, you got the best of both worlds. Because right next door is the hideout bar where they have live music in a courtyard setting. Uh, great food as well, great cocktails, just like Mambo's. Uh, and of course, our our uh, sponsor for this particular half hour, 
uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. They're serving lunch and dinner seven days a week for you, open late. 200 block of Bourbon Street. So, again, if you want to have an, an event there, they've got two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms and a private bar. Great to be able to have your next event. You're right there at 200 block of Bourbon Street where all the action is. If not, and again, you want to come in for a great meal, hey, they use that for overflow on, on days they're not holding an event in, in those two Bourbon Street balcony rooms uh, as well. You've got a French Quarter Courtyard you can dine in, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Also, don't forget, uh, beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. So if you want to look at the craziness on Bourbon Street, you can do that right there from the picture windows, and then the menu is fantastic. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, and, of course, extraordinary cocktails made by some of the best technologists we have in the city. Look, it's a wonderful dining experience for, again, friends, family. Maybe you're trying to close that business deal. Old New Orleans Cookery is also perfect for date night. You can order for delivery or find out more at nolacookery.com, including the menu. Again, how you can have your next event there. Because it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, on the program today, we've got some great guests, as we do on a Thursday. We're pretty jam-packed with guests. Gary Smith's going to join us at... Um, uh, at 4.15, and I'm looking forward to having this conversation uh, with um, a little bit about Tulane. Uh, then we'll get into with Ross Jackson, and we'll talk Saints with him. Mike Scarborough, that'll happen at 4.35. Mike Scarborough comes in at, four, at 5.15, uh, talk about the Tigers. And then Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, is going to join us. And Jordy's going to talk about both Saints and LSU today. So, again, I'm, 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 I'm going to roll with both of them with Jordy uh, this afternoon. That's at 5.35. Uh, big news today for the New Orleans Saints and it just harkens back to why you do not trade Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Uh, Marcus May was arrested on Thursday morning uh, uh, with, an, uh, with an accusation of aggravated assault with a handgun. Uh, supposedly, there was an incident in Jefferson Parish on Monday uh, in, in which, again, he is alleged to have, again, um, uh, was, uh, had, was in a black SUV, was involved in a road raid incident uh, with, again, some juvenile females. Uh, supposedly pointing the gun at the other vehicle. Uh, again, the uh, Marcus May has denied that. He was released uh, this morning after posting a $30,000 bond uh, from the Jefferson Parish Correctional Facility in Gretna. Uh, and, of course, as far as the NFL is concerned, when you talk about suspensions, right, uh, again, innocent to proven guilty. So they, they will go through the process of, of, um, of, of investigation, and find out if this is a credible um, uh, accusation, uh, and, and then they'll go from there. Uh, he also still has uh, the DUI uh, hanging over his head uh, from Florida back in 2021, uh, where there were three separate uh, uh, counts uh, uh, supposedly against him. Uh, that has been continued until December, until November. Uh, uh, but again, the, the, the NFL would normally go, and we talked about this before, right? Normally it's like three games, right, if, if, if it's a DUI incident. Uh, but that has been pushed now to November the 16th. So remember, much like the Alvin Kamara situation, the longer these court dates are pushed back, the less opportunity the NFL hat will have to be able to give any type of uh, punitive uh, uh, punishments to um, either Kamara, who we know is being pushed back, and, of course, in this case, uh, uh, Marcus May. So... Some really bad news for, for, again, the Saints. You don't need this going into the season with, with again, off-the-field issues. Uh, but, again, May is, is innocent until proven guilty. But I go back to what I've said all week long since the Gardner-Johnson situation, uh, you know, uh, uh, happened, is, again, you do not trade good football players, period, the end. Peyton would never do it. That was not Peyton's M.O. And, ultimately, uh, you know, you need the depth. If, if he was not going to start, if somebody was going to beat him out, and I don't think anybody beat him out, okay, uh, at the very least, he was 
uh, a quality backup, and he was a guy that could play a lot, a lot of snaps for you, okay? Even if they're going to rotate a lot of guys, he's going to play a lot of snaps for you. And, you know, we know the injury bug can hit a position. Uh, so, again, the last thing you want to do is, is, is in, a, in a time when you think you're making a Super Bowl run is get rid of good football players. So, again, this, this hits the secondary, and it just doesn't look good. We'll see how this plays out. But, again, uh, time is on the side of Marcus May right now because, first of all, it's got to be investigated by Jefferson Parish authorities, and then we'll figure out if he's going to be charged, and then they'll go from there. As far as the DUI goes, that's gonna, that, that probably will be continued again after November the 16th, and we'll probably be able to get through the season, which, again, at least Saints fans are worried about getting through the season, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Um, We'll continue this conversation a little bit later on uh, with Ross Jackson and also with Jordy Collada, but let's uh, talk some Tulane. Tulane opens up against UMass on Saturday uh, at Yeoman. UMass won one game last last week, and, of course, the guy that I got on the program today covers Tulane like nobody else. And let me tell you something right now. Um, if you have not been checking out the, the Picayune over the last few days and you're a Tulane fan and you have not kept up with what uh, Gary Smith has been writing, man, you – you're not keeping up with your ball club. That's what I'm saying. It, for me, uh, as a guy that does this job, okay, that needs to have good information, uh, it's been incredible information that has been coming out of, out of um, Tulane's camp based on the, on the writing that, that he gave us inside of the, um, uh, the Picayune. But also, what about his website, wavereport.com? Okay, I mean, you're getting it first if you're a Tulane fan. He's giving you the inside scoop. You know, you actually have a, a depth chart that is, that is accurate, Okay, I'm telling you right now, the hardest thing for me to find for, for Tulane, and this is a sad, sad state of affairs, is an accurate depth chart during the season. He has the accurate depth chart for you all the time. And, of course, inside information as well, and a great message board for you to be able to rant about your team. Joining us on the program now is Gary Smith of The Wave Report, of TimesPicayUnknown.com and The Advocate. Gary, how are you, bud? Doing, doing well, Eric. Doing well, and you know, I, the, the team I covered didn't get rid of one of their best players for a fifth-round draft pick and change, and then have another guy arrested. So you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't have that controversy I'm not, I'm right now. I'm not having to deal with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Uh, that's it's, it's unfortunate. Look, a lot of people have yeah. a lot of opinions on what happened with Gardner yeah. Johnson. The right. only issue I have, okay, other than again making yeah. a bad deal, is is again some of the stuff that's being put out there about him being a malcontent and, and a cancer yeah. and, and equating him to Junior Gallette which is yeah. ridiculous, okay, ridiculous, no. and, yeah. and really it's, smearing the guy's, really smearing his, the guy's reputation when, his, that, when his, that was unnecessary. His teammates liked him. Junior Gallette's teammates didn't <sighs> like him. There you go. No doubt. So. <laughs> well, that's the one thing that I'll say about, about, that, about the, uh, uh, the situation with CJGJ. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you heard one of his teammates say he was a cancer? Have you no. had one of his teammates say that, again, that they didn't want him in the locker room? Have one of his teammates talk bad mm-hmm. about him on the way out? Absolutely not. Nope. Nope. It hasn't and happened. Nope. And, and, and that's, 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 where, that's where the rubber hits the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do believe, again, and I know, uh, again, for, for a fact that, again, a lot of the things that's being reported happen, people know this. Mm-hmm. But, again, he was trying to get paid. And I, and I, don't, I do not believe that this would have lingered into the regular season yep. because the leadership in that locker room would not have allowed it, Gary. You know that. You've been around enough locker rooms, okay, yep. to know, again, what the leadership of a locker room could do. And this is a strong locker room when it comes to yep. leadership. Yeah, I, I know. I was waiting to do interviews at, 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 after a Tulane football practice when I found out about the news, and I, my jaw dropped. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, "We get traded for what? Traded? Wait, traded for what? Wait, what? Huh? Huh?" <laughs> was, uh, get a, get yeah. a linebacker. Um, get an offensive tackle yeah. if you're gonna have. You got to do that. Okay, get yeah. something that you can. You can yeah. utilize this season as you're trying to be mm-hmm. able to try to get into the get into the NFC Championship and maybe go to a Super Bowl. Yeah. You can never have too many good football players, and you're not in the habit of letting good ones go. That's another nope. thing. So. Nope. 
Well, let's talk about, about the team that you cover because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm stoked. I can't wait for yeah. Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm, again, they got, they've got two very winnable games coming out, the, out of mm-hmm. the box here with, Alcorn, with, um, with UMass and Alcorn State. They should be 2-0 and going into, into week three. But, again, they've got to perform on the field. Your, your yes. thoughts on, on Saturday? Yeah, they got to they got to look good. Um, yeah, I, I compare it. What 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 fans want to see out of this team is a few years ago Tulane opened against Florida International, which was actually a better team than uh, than, than UMass this year, and Tulane came out and just dominated them from 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 start to finish. That was actually a game that some people thought that that, that might be a hard one for Tulane. Tulane needs to come out and dominate this UMass team that went one and eleven last year. Um, they 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 brought in an, an old coach who had incredible success with UMass, but that was not at the at the FBS level. That was at the FCS level. Um, this is a team that's never won more than four games since moving up to the to to the FBS. This is a team that just isn't isn't good, um, and it's a team that Tulane should go out. And hammer, um, and, and, and never mind the score. Just look good. Look like a good football team, which is something that after that Oklahoma game last year, Tulane hardly ever did with all of the distractions that, that were going on. Uh, that, that, that's what I want to see the most. I, I want to see a, just go out and execute well on both sides of the ball. Um, receivers catch the passes, accurate throws, and on defense, no plays where a guy's running to the to the sideline and there's no and, and there's nobody there where somebody's just completely vacated their zone, which happened an awful lot in the first half of last season you see that um yeah Tulane's going to win this game Tulane's favored by 28 and a half points but the important thing is to to, to look good because as much as they talk about how confident they are and I believe they are you have to perform to really get confidence and they need to perform well to start washing the memories of last year get that taste out of their mouth and get that confidence going for with the tougher games coming up yeah amen to that all right great article on Svoboda this week Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, okay, guy has, again, put a lot of points up, put a lot of yards up, uh, again, Division Two. Uh, mm-hmm. He's done it, in, in again, running the football. He's done it throwing the football. What will the Tulane offense look like in your yeah. opinion? I'm not sure. And, and Eric, I, I've seen every practice except for the few that have been in the Saints indoor facility. Um, yeah, I don't have a real handle on on, 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 on what he's going to do. I've seen a lot of, and I think that's a good thing, honestly. I've seen a lot. I, I, at, at times, I felt like Tulane's offense last year, even in, in the preseason, and and and, uh, and was, was sort of predictable in what they were doing. Um, yeah, he, he's definitely added more screen passes to the repertoire than Tulane's had in the past. But they also throw down the field a lot and and he's no dummy he knows the best player on his team is Ty J Spears at running back and I and 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 I did I did point out that his 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 teams ran for over 200 yards twice at Central Missouri I'm just interested in the whole thing I'm also interested in, he has not been an offensive coordinator since 2006 he's been a head coach he's had a hand in the in, in the offense but he's kind of circumspect when he talks about what he's going to what exactly he's going to do he won't he wouldn't even say whether he's actually going to be the guy calling the plays I I assume he is as the offensive coordinator, but it truly is a, a, a staff thing with this offense. I mean, his his offensive coordinator for a while at Central Missouri is the wide receiver coach at Tulane, and I have a feel that they're almost equals in this in this whole whole product. Um, and 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 you know they 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 put up monstrous numbers in Division Two, and Willie Fritz brought them in to to stabilize everything here. On defense, the defensive coordinator is a whole over. Uh, how do you think this yeah. defense is looking going into the first game against UMass? They're looking good. They just need to play well on the field. That I mean, they definitely, without a doubt, underachieved for the first six or seven games last year. Um, I, I again, I, I feel like they got 
really overconfident when they played a, a really shaky quarterback and was Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma in that, in that first game. I think they, they, they believed that they were a great defense. Then, then Ole Miss told, showed them they weren't and they lost their confidence, but they have a ton of experience back. They've got an unbelievable linebacker duo in, in, in Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams, and that's on the field and off the field. Um, they're great leaders. They're great motivators um, experience really from front to back on the defense. This is a defense that should play well this year. And they did play well in the last five games last year, um, much better in that sense than the offense <laughs> went to pot in that part of the season. So they didn't show up in the win total. Um, but yeah, that's the defense. They, <laughs> you don't have guys like Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams, longtime starters coming back at linebacker. And let me, let me credit them again, because this thing really could have fallen apart at a two and 10 season. If either one of those guys had, had left the program to go somewhere else, which is what usually happens at a program when they go two and 10 in a season. And some of the best players start flying to other programs. They would have, they could have gone to quality programs. They stuck it out. They kind of galvanized the entire roster to, 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 to come back and, 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 and make sure that last year was a distant memory and wasn't going to be repeated. You know, as, as I looked at your depth chart on Onola.com, mm-hmm. the one thing that stuck out to me about the offensive line was recognizable names, guys that have been around for yep. a while. How does that equate to, again, them <laughs> taking the next step as an offensive line? That's that's one of my areas. I really don't know. I've talked to you before. They just don't do a whole lot of contact in practice anymore. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure. But what I do know is that they've been through so many different offensive line coaches. And that was just a bad situation last year where Willie Fritz, is, the guy he hired, left one day into spring practice to, to, to go George Barnett um, just, just, just bailed on, on the program to, to go to Iowa. And they had him do an emergency replacement which was a guy in Chris Watt that had never been an offensive line coach other than a graduate assistant before. And the offensive line really didn't play well. You're right. Joey Claybrook is a recognizable name. He had a pretty darn good year two years ago. He did not play mm-hmm. well last year. Sincere Hainsworth did play well last year. He just, he, he needs a lot more help and they, they, and they, and they have the experience. They brought in the two guards, um, one from Colorado, one from Baylor, Prince Pines and, and Kane and Ray. They had experience at both of those programs at, at one point. They should be a lot better on the offensive line, but I'm definitely in a wait-and-see mode on that because I, I, I've seen too many years of really poor pass protection that I have to see it first before I proclaim anything there. It, it also looks like they're pretty good at the skill position. I mean, they got a, they got a tight end, and I think we'll play on Sunday. The yeah. running backs are stacked now, and mm-hmm. just in one year, it looks like, again, they've upgraded this wide receiver position. It's unbelievable, and again, Let's wait till they play games because you have to play games. But that's a, that's a position where I can judge every day. And it's, it's astounding how much better these guys are from even in the spring when they were – you could get to double digits in the number of drop passes in practice, much less in games. And last year, obviously, in the fall, those drop practice passes in practice carried over into the games. Not seeing much of that at all. I'm seeing some separation. Uh, I, I, again, bringing Lawrence Keyes in from Notre Dame w- w- was just huge because he's a, he's a terrific all-around receiver, and I feel like bringing him in and Day-Day McDougal from, from Maryland um, kind of just just got the guys that were the holdovers to, to just compete harder because their positions aren't guaranteed anymore. I think that will be by far the biggest leap on the team this year. they got to go out and prove it. Sometimes guys practice well, don't play well. But from what I've seen in practice, it's gone from – along with the offensive line, the single biggest weakness on the team to a strength, in my opinion. Keys to a victory against UMass on Saturday. 
just again, don't make mistakes. Don't be sloppy. It, the, the one, the one note of caution. I don't think Tulane is going to lose this game, but there, there. This is the biggest staff turnover that Willie Fritz has had in, in his tenure, and sometimes it takes a little while to get organized on, on that front. I asked him that question today after practice, and he said, "Well, they had all of spring together, um, so he doesn't think that's a concern." But that's what I'd look for, just to make sure that if, if Tulane is organized, doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't commit stupid penalties, this is a game Tulane will will, will win comfortably. We're gonna have we're gonna have some some folks coming out to the stadium on Saturday. We're gonna get the Tulane fans and 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 the um, alumni as well as again the students coming out and supporting this team. I would hope so. I, yeah, I, we'll see. Usually, coming off two and ten seasons, usually the the attendance suffers the the, the next year a lot of times. So I, I, I'm I'm not sure. I, a lot of a lot of fans are in a wait and see mode to prove it to me before they come. But I, you know, look, Tulane didn't get to play their opener against Oklahoma last year. They only got right. to play four home games. The year before that was COVID, where almost nobody nobody was allowed in the stands. So this is really the first time in three years that Tulane's entering a season in normal fashion. So if you're a Tulane fan, why? Why wouldn't you want to go see, see, see an opener against UMass on Saturday night? I would agree, especially when you know you got a really good chance of winning a game. Yep, exactly. You know, no, no, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to our conversation each and every week. You do a great job again with the with the, the uh, with uh, the Noel.com and also your website. Tell the folks how they can uh, subscribe to your website, how they can follow you on social media. Sure. It's, um, the, the website is thewavereport.com, Tulane.rivals.com. One thing I also do every year on that site is a pick em contest. It's, it's just for grins. <laughs> but eight eight games versus the point spread, the Tulane game counts double. That's always fun. Keep a running total of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. That's, that's, the, that, that. that's up now. You can enter it before the, before the game start on Saturday for that. And then um, at, the, at, at, at NOLA.com, I'm actually – little change of pace. I'm working on a feature right now. I'm just finishing up on Steve Barrios. The, he's entering his 40th year as Tulane's gets the color commentator for Tulane football games. He's been through 11 coaches, seven athletic directors, and, eight, and he's on his eighth play-by-play guy. And he's been the constant in, in all of that. So look forward to that on, on the website, a little change of pace. It's going to be cut showing up within the hour. Steve and, and Graf were magic in the booth together. Mm-hmm. And I can remember when Steve played for Tulane, right? I, mean, I can remember when he was a wide receiver for Tulane back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody's a bigger supporter of their alma mater than, than Steve Barrios. He, he, loves his, he, he loves the school, and it shows in the way he broadcasts on air. And no doubt. He lives and dies with it. That was so great about mm-hmm. having both Graf and him in the booth together. Yeah. I mean, again, you could feel the emotion of the moment every time, you know, whether it was up or down mm-hmm. with Tulane, because, again, they lived and died with every play, which, uh, again, look, I like an emotional play-by-play and and, and color guy yeah. in, in the booth, especially when you're when when you're calling again your team. Okay, mm-hmm. when you when you're the, you're the uh, play-by-play guy and the uh, uh, the uh, uh, color commentator color commentator for the for the school. Yep, exactly. It, yeah, it, no it, doubt. It, it, great and he says he's 72 years old he says he's gonna he plans on he loves it he plans on doing it as long as his health allows him so he's he's not planning a retirement party anytime soon from from this position (laughs) there you go gary thanks bud we'll be talking about tulane umass the aftermath next week appreciate your time thanks for having me on eric always my friend always again look forward to having gary on every week uh again folks that say you don't cover tulane we cover tulane uh, like like nobody else covers tulane again uh and we also, uh, again, we'll bring Matty Hudak in, in the mix now um, on the program to be able to talk Tulane and Saints as well. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, let me say this right now. Generous sales and service. Uh, Burkhardt put my generator in my home. We are set for, again, from now on. I don't have to worry about energy, power going out. Uh, you know, hopefully, again, we can, we can dodge another year, dodge this year, any, any type of tropical event. 
but it was a pleasure dealing with them because it was easy for me. You know, they took care of everything. Look, I wanted to put my generator in, 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 an, in an alleyway. And, of course, the first thing that, that, that uh, Jason Burkhart told me was, E, we can't do that. He goes, I know, I know you don't want to take up the space in your yard, but we can't do that. He goes, look, here's why. The, the carbon monoxide might go into your eaves, and again, then we got problems, okay? So, you know, again, so I said, look, Jason, you do what you got to do. You tell me where it's got to go, and, and, of course, they measure it off, put it in the proper spot. And then from that point on, man, all I had to do was sit back because they took care of everything for me. The, the planning, the permits, the inspection, there are multiple, in, 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 in um, Jefferson Parish, there are multiple inspections. We did not have gas here at the house, so I had to run a gas line. So, again, there were multiple inspections just for the gas line. Those guys were out here every single time to meet the inspector. I didn't have to do anything. Uh, and, and, of course, you know, again, the experts in terms of, 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 uh, of installing the generator and then the generator service after that, 24-7, uh, 365 emergency service. Again, uh, you uh, have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. You can finance your generator over time. There's a new install quality check after one month. I got that today. Paul came out. Uh, my wife and I were there. And uh, he went through the whole process, but, oh, uh, you know, turned on the generator, warmed it up, took us through, again, what you have to do if, if ultimately it doesn't kick off. You know, uh, again, how, uh, how, to, how, to have, how to maintain it. I mean, everything. It was so easy uh, the, with Paul out here today, again, kind of explaining to us what we needed to do. Look, there's generators right now at Burkhardt's uh, 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 compound in Mandeville, okay? They got a warehouse full of generators for you, and they'll do a single-day install. Call Jason Burkhardt over at, over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator, Sales, and Service. He's in charge of the generators. You heard Scott Craig's talk about yesterday. You know, Jason didn't try to sell him anything. All Jason did was educate him on generators, and then Scott's going to make the decision on the generator he wants for his home. Folks, I'm telling you right now, don't go another day worrying about the power going out at your home or your business. Call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. They'll be out there. They'll take care of everything for you, and you have the peace of mind of knowing that the power will never go out at your home or business again. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Coming up next, Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints Podcast, CrestedySports.com, and also Saints Wire. I wouldn't go anywhere. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City. Connection with delays solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also in the meantime, look out for delays solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Williams to Veterans. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Orleans to the high rise. Look out for delays solid 10 westbound from Bonneville to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are steady at Canal Boulevard, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. In the meantime, look out for accidents Barone at Poydras, also Elysian Fields at North Galvis, and also North Claiborne at Charbonnet, and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson, broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. 
JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietteInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner or heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. We want everyone to enjoy their Labor Day weekend, so please use Rideshare or a designated driver. A DUI will change your life. Don't drink and drive. From your friends at 1061 Nash Icon and Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyers. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Again, uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for the best deals on tires in the metropolitan area, uh, Southern Tire's got you covered. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. And look, here's a new feature. You can order your tires online at southerntire.com. Just head on over to the store. They'll have them there for you. They'll put them on. Boom, boom, you're out of there. Uh, you're looking for a mechanic shop you can trust? Oh, Southern Tire's got you covered. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Tony Piazza Sr., a long time ago, decided, look, I'm investing in the same diagnostic equipment they get at the dealerships, but even more. Uh, their speed balancing is second to none. Again, the, the, their lift and leveling kits. I can go right down the line. So, again, there's been a real investment in, in the, in the um, uh, equipment that is necessary to be able to deal with today's cars. And then, of course, you've got the Piazza family standing behind their work. Uh, ASC certified technicians and, of course, uh, a, a, a company you can trust uh, since 1972 in the mechanic business, in, in, in the automotive business. Man, if you don't hang around in New Orleans that long unless you take care of your customers. The Piazza family will take care of you. Uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. I'll go to southerntire.com, check out all the services they provide for their customers, including the diagnostic page where maybe you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle before you bring it over to Southern Tire. Southern Tire, 
family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right. Uh, always look forward to, to, the, to, to my next guest. Uh, a meteoric rise in, in, in New Orleans uh, uh, media uh, uh, covering the Saints. Uh, he does it for Locked on Saints podcast, which is blowing up. Uh, also writing for Saints Wire. And, and I know that Kenny and the gang are so happy to have him as part of the, uh, uh, the, the great writers that are part of CrestCitySports.com. Ross Jackson joins us on the program. Hey, Ross, how are you today, bud? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I'm doing great, doing great. Thanks, as always, for having me on. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Always good to have you. Let's start off, first of all, what, what happened within the, within the last 24 hours, and that is, again, the arrest of Marcus May uh, for an alleged aggravated assault with a handgun. Happened supposedly on Monday. Uh, so, uh, allegedly, he pointed a gun at an uh, at um, uh, three uh, juvenile females. Uh, that that happened on on Monday. Again, innocent till proven guilty. The investigation still has to go uh, go forward. We know the NFL will not do any type of discipline until the investigation is complete. And, and of course, again, the the courts have have, have decided on it. But it's still a, it's still a, a bit of a distraction. Now, Marcus May, for, to his credit, said he's absolutely innocent on this one. What's your take? Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's a tough situation to gauge because, as you mentioned, the legal process has to play itself out, and the legal process will hopefully, you know, find what's what's real here, what isn't, or or, or whatever might be right. Like, there, there's a whole process that has to that has to take place, and. Uh, you know, when it comes to legal process, like Eric, you know, I, I know a lot about football. I don't know a lot about law. So, <laughs> so in terms of, you know, we'll, man, we'll leave that to Matty Hudak. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Matty <laughs> on that part. But you know, so so I, I say that just to say that you know, I and no one else really knows exactly how this is all going to play out from the legal standpoint. But from the football perspective, if Marcus May is going to miss time, I don't know that it's something that happens. Soon, um, you know, as we've seen over and over again. I mean, he has a—he's got an outstanding DUI, uh, DUI uh, personal damage uh, suit that's been active for over 15 months now. It goes back to right. 2021. It's been continued again for November. And so, you know, maybe the fact that this is kind of a, a second existing charge makes this move a little bit quicker. Maybe this is a large enough charge that it moves a little bit quicker. But it seems like this is a lot of, you know based on the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office deport, uh, report, it's an accusation that was made. And so they have to figure out and get to the bottom of all of it. So that might right. take a while. So this might not sure. have you know, an immediate enough reaction to impact the New Orleans Saints as soon as next weekend against the Atlanta Falcons. And who knows if this has you know, the capacity to even impact the New Orleans Saints and Marcus May here in 2022. That's part of what we'll have to figure out with all of this. But what I will say is from the football standpoint, if Marcus May is to miss time during the 2022 season, the New Orleans Saints have enough depth when it comes to defensive backs. They're in a better situation than where most NFL teams would be dealing with this scenario, right? A lot of NFL teams struggle to be too deep at safety positions. The New Orleans Saints behind Marcus May still have guys like P.J. Williams and Justin mm-hmm. Evans that could step into that role and be as versatile and multiple as um, – as you know, they expect Marcus May to be. So, so they're uniquely positioned to handle this one way or another. Ross, I don't think it's going to be an issue this year. I mean, even again, yeah. the the DUI and 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 the um, 
uh, the other two charges in, in Florida. November the 16th is the court case. That probably will be kicked down, the, down again, the docket. You know, so it'll probably end up in the end, at the end of the season. And, you know, again, the, 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 this particular investigation, he said, she said, it, it's going to drag on. I don't think it affects the Saints season at all. But, again, it's still it's, it's not good to have a, 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 a member of the organization even accused of something that's been involved with that. And, and of course, a lot yeah. of shocker to Saints fans right now as, again, they're, they're still reeling over the trade of, of C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And then this comes it's up today. It's been a busy week. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. All right, let's go to CJ, GJ. Look, everybody's got an opinion on, on, on again, the situation. Uh, first of all, I'll ask your opinion on, on, on the trade itself. Again, um, looking at it from, from face value, the Saints did not get enough for, again, one of the best players on the team, in my opinion. What's your opinion? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's not a large enough return than what you would expect. But the fact of the matter is that, and I like the way that Jeff Duncan from over at NOLA.com said it, the market is the market. And so, you know, if they could have gotten better for that player from another team, they would have gotten better from for that player from a different team. And so, you know, to walk away with a fifth-round selection going into next year and then a sixth-round you know, sixth selection next year is, you know, it, it's not what you would expect for a player that the Saints spent the fourth-round pick to select and has turned into, as you mentioned, one of the better players over the defensive side. So I just – Starting with the trade there, uh, you know, I think it's it's disappointing in terms of the return there, but it also goes to show you, first of all, that how value is impacted when you're trading for a player that's eventually going to ask, A, for a new contract, but also, B, to play, you know, that you're putting in a position that he hasn't played in the NFL yet because the expectation mm-hmm. is that in Philadelphia he'll be more of a full-time safety, which in a quarter system like Philadelphia, it's a lot of run support. You have to have really aggressive safeties in that defense, and I think that C.J. Gardner-Johnson is actually a really good fit for them in terms of what they need, so I think he'll do well in that role, but it is a role we haven't seen him play at the NFL level before. Usually he's a lot closer to the line of scrimmage, making plays and run support, putting pressure on quarterbacks, all of that. He'll still get to do some of that in Philly, but he'll also be asked to drop back a little bit more than he was asked to in New Orleans. So you're asked to play a different role. You know, he's going to come at you asking for a new contract eventually, and he's going to want a top-tier safety contract if he's able to earn it. So I think all those things kind of diminish the value. And so the Saints got what they could in return. It's just unfortunate that they couldn't get more. Ross, I'm just going to be straight with you. I do this on this this program all the time. What about the reports of him being a cancer, uh, of him being a malcontent in the locker room? Uh, You know, I I can't speak for the way that he is in the locker room or anything like that. You know, the players are the ones that really have that that exposure. You know, look, I think that, you know what you need to know about T.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's one of those players that has been a guy that's noted as a nuisance on the field, so it's reasonable to expect that some of that bleeds into not just being a benefit for your team but also being a detriment for your team. So sometimes things like that can happen that would not be out of the realm of possibility in terms of seeing that type of behavior uh, backfire every now and then. And, you know, I can't make any you know false claims or, you know, any not grand statements on. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm just saying, you know, I – I can't make any grand claims on, you know, how he is or how players have received him or if he's been somebody that has been a cancer to the locker room. But, you know, I think that based upon what you have seen him and this New Orleans Saints defense do over the course of the last three years, it certainly hasn't got to that point yet. That doesn't mean that the New Orleans Saints didn't see something down the road that we don't yet know about and then mm-hmm. instead ended up making, you know, a decision based on that. But in terms of what we have seen from him so far, didn't look like it was headed that way of being – or it, that nothing at this time – has been a detriment to the locker room. Um, let's talk uh, uh, practice squad before we talk about the final 53. Any surprises mm-hmm. to you 
maybe the another rather than Ian Book being picked up by the Eagles when it came to the practice squad. Yeah, that was a big surprise. But I'll say the the return of Christian Ringo was one I didn't really see coming. But I, I yeah, that was a an, right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was a pleasant surprise, you know, to see the raging Cajun back in uh, back in the black and gold. So really cool to see that, and uh, that was a bit of a surprise. And and you know, you and I have talked about the defensive interior all off season as a place where they could use those kind of reinforcements. We know Malcolm Roach uh, just went to uh, injured reserve, and so there's a, a chance that a guy like Christian Ringo ends up getting getting elevated. I mean, he had some really nice moments for the New Orleans Saints throughout you know, his opportunities that he's had in the past. He's a you know, very good run supporter as well, and he's somebody that can play that nose tackle position for you that you lost in Albert Huggins, who went to injured reserve before the season began, so his season is over. So I thought that was a really, really pleasant surprise. Um, and I loved for the Saints that guys like Dejon Dixon and Kirk Merritt uh, made it through waivers and then back to the practice squad because I know there was a little bit of concern you know, around, you know, the fan base about whether or not that would happen. And of course it did. And now those guys are back. And, you know, depending upon what potentially happens or comes from Traquan Smith's injury, which he suffered uh, in the final preseason game against the Chargers, if he goes to injured reserve, then all of a sudden one of those guys could end up seeing themselves on the active roster. Any surprises in terms of the cuts to you? Uh, in terms of the cuts, um, not a lot. I mean, everything kind of went the way that we expected. I was a little, uh, the, the one that, that shocked me a little bit was Eric Wilson. He's back on the practice squad now and the Saints are only right. carrying five quarter, uh, excuse me, five linebackers. And so there's a chance that he ends up back on the active roster. Once they finish all these procedural moves, the players going to injured reserve and, and things like that. Um, so there's a chance that that ends up being, uh, you know, still comes to fruition there. But I thought that the Saints would lean a little bit more into the veteran depth, uh, considering the injuries that they've dealt with at that level so far over the course of the offseason. He spent a lot of time during training camp and the preseason lining up, or really just training camp and practices, lining up next to Demario Davis. And so I thought that, you know, maybe he would be somebody that would be a candidate to jump into that role if Pete Werner, you know, either continues to deal with his injury at the beginning of the season or re-aggravates it. You know, those groin injuries can be pretty pesky. And so uh, he was probably the one surprise for me. But, again, you know, we're at the position now, as, as you know well, that, you know, the initial roster is far from the final roster. So we'll see how things sure. continue to juggle and shift around. Trevor Penning, um, it's really a shame because it really seemed like he was really starting to get it. Um, what are you hearing in terms of the severity of the injury? They have not put him on IR yet. Uh, and uh, so, again, some people believe that that means that they think he was going to be back a little bit quicker. Uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, he'll go on injured reserve today from what I understand. And, okay. and that might have happened, you know, kind of behind the scenes or, or at this time because of, you know, the time. Yeah, I haven't right? seen it reported that, that, yet. But go ahead. Yeah, that, that 4 p.m. Um, Eastern time kind of situation. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's my understanding. And so, you know, you should expect him to very lightly miss the first four games and hopefully – just like Malcolm Roach, he'll be able to, you know, come back sooner rather than later, uh, if I can borrow a phrase from Dennis Allen there. Uh, but yeah. we'll see exactly how long it takes. But the thing about it is that, you know, where you really end up losing time for him isn't necessarily the fact that he's, you know, not somebody that's going to be able to hit the field within the first four weeks. But now you have to consider the sort of lack of, or not lack, but kind of the, the stifling of development, the stifling of progress yes. that he was beginning mm-hmm. to make, right? So now you're also four, kind of four weeks behind getting him up to speed of where he might have been four weeks into the season. So that's the, that's the piece, that even if he is, you know, if, if he's activated as soon as he can be after the first four weeks of the season, if that were to be the case, then, you know, you still have a situation here to where 
you know, you're going to have to kind of keep him in the background and let him develop a little bit. I would expect that it's going to go beyond four weeks, just mm-hmm. considering the usual timeline for a turf toe injury. Then you add in the ligament, you know, issue. And so I would expect that it goes a little bit deeper into the season than that, but hopefully he'll be able to get back out there at some point during the season and continue his development. Cause he was, as you mentioned, he was really starting to catch on. Yeah. This is really a question for next week, but let me just go ahead and, and ask it now. And then we'll follow up again on this next week. Michael mm-hmm. Thomas, James Hurst, uh, Adebo Werner, all injured. Will they be ready for week one in your opinion? I think Hurst, and Adebo seem like they will be. Hurst has been present at practice throughout this week, uh, you know, but we don't know exactly what, what level of participation he's had yet, right? We won't really know that until next week. Uh, but he's been present, which is good. Adebo seemed to be in good spirits and pretty happy with the way that things were going yesterday. Uh, so I assume, you know, I look at that and I say, okay, well, if that continues to trend in the right direction, then he should be available week one. So those would be the two that I have kind of the least question marks about. Michael Thomas, I'm not in a situation where I'm kind of panic buttoning on that one yet, but I am curious to see getting into next week, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, if, if, if he gets back out on the field, that's kind of what you want to see. And so with him, I think I just, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more wait and see on him. And then Pete Werner also mentioned that, you know, getting back out there week one is absolutely on his mind. It's on his radar. He's also been at practice these past few days. And so, you know, he's and he seems to be happy with where things are headed in terms of his injury recovery as well. But I just, you know, I have some questions about that one just because it's a groin injury, just like with Michael Thomas, yeah. it's a hamstring injury. And so both of those injuries are ones that continue to kind of rear their ugly heads every now and then. Those are kind of the wait and see ones for me. But I feel pretty I would feel pretty confident about James Hurst and Paul Sinadibo, at least at this stage, before we start getting injury reports next week. There we go. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us each and every week on the program. It's your time to let folks know all about what you're involved in. Let us know what's going on. Such a pleasure, buddy. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Um, First thing that I'll mention is that I've got a piece coming out uh, later on this evening around the 53-man roster as well as the C.J. Gardner-Johnson move and how that maybe shapes the roster moving forward, even how Marcus May now impacts that. That'll be over at CrescentCitySports.com later on today. Supposed to come out a little bit earlier, but the Marcus May news kind of threw every threw us all off. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have that as well as some reaction to that and what it means to the 53-man roster moving forward. You can find additional write-ups over at uh, USA Today's uh, Saints Wire and, of course, the Locked on Saints podcast every Monday through Friday, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. And, of course, you can find all of it in one place on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola. And I'm not going to let you go without congratulating you once again for another milestone when it, can't, when it comes to Locked on Saints podcast. Uh, again, buddy. blowing up, and congratulations to you. Keep up the fantastic work. Appreciate that, bud. With your encouragement, you make it easier. I appreciate it a lot. There you go. All right, bud, thanks. Hey, enjoy the weekend. Game week next week. Looking forward to having you back. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Talk to you soon, bud. Take care. Stay safe. Th- th- there you go. That's Ross Jackson. Yeah, just hit another milestone in terms of listenership on, on uh, Locked on Saints podcast. you got to check it out. I mean, I told you before, during camp, I wasn't able to get there because I obviously, again, work. But um, I was able to listen to his podcast before, you know, as part of my prep before we came on. And, and I got all the information I needed, again, so that I could pass that on to you guys. It was almost like I was there, right? So check out his podcast, Locked on Saints podcast. Um, uh, that's Ross Jackson. All right. 
Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down even over a holiday weekend. They will be out to take care of you. they got 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. It doesn't matter what system you have. They're authorized to service it. And, of course, Nate certified technicians, high certification in the industry. They have after-hour after after service as well where a Burkhardt employee answers the phone and dispatches a Burkhardt truck with a Burkhardt uh, 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 Nate certified technician to your home to get you up and running. Uh, that's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You can trust them with, again, a new system. You can trust them with, your, with again, your current system. Uh, and you can trust them, period, when it comes to uh, an air conditioning or anything that they're doing. And, boy, they do a lot now. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. On our Bourbon Street balcony, come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Now there are even more reasons to switch to Verizon, the network America relies on. For real? Yep, for real. Turn in your old phone and get the new Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 4 free with select 5G unlimited plans. Definitely switching. Totally. Everybody's switching to the network America relies on. Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. $999.99 device payment purchase with new smartphone line on select 5G unlimited plans required. $200 Verizon e-gift card with porting. Less $800 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trading conditions apply. It's Macy's Labor Day sale, so gear up as summer cools down with 30% off timeless looks from Levi's and specials like 30 to 50% off statement making shoes for her and 60% off luggage from Samsonite and more. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off more great deals. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Going on now. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. 
we have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504-313-4000. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Hey, man, go in and enjoy, again, 30-plus TV screens. You'll never miss a play. Fantastic menu, again, that is Cajun Creole cuisine. And, of course, a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine uh, with all the great memorabilia you got from one end, one end of the restaurant to the other. Fantastic beer selection, great cocktails, incredible mixologists, and, of course, a lot of fun. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 41101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, so good. We'll be right back. Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms are a beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Making your money go further is more important than ever. So Diamonds Direct's bringing back our most popular offer of the year. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. Now for a limited time, you get the amazing value Diamonds Direct is known for. And you can spread your payments over five years. Zero down, zero interest. A $6,000 diamond ring is just $100 a month. Don't miss this extraordinary offer going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on anything and everything at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit.
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 4 to 6 right here every weekday afternoon on uh, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. And, hey, don't forget, uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, we do our best to try to get the podcast up about 20 minutes after each program ends. Sometimes it's a little bit later, sometimes it's a little bit earlier, but it will be there. And, of course, we appreciate all that are listening on to the podcast. Uh, again, just gratified. So many people listening. Some people from, I mean, it's, it's more than just people here in New Orleans. People are from, again, uh, based on the stats from around the world. So we appreciate, again, anybody out there, the sign of my voice, it's on the podcast. Thank you so much. And, of course, those, again, uh, loyal uh, listeners that uh, have been with us in some cases 20 years, that listen to here over the airwaves at 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Thank you. Uh, iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, NashFM106.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Always to catch the program. Hey, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore, or at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. I'll get it. Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, join the conversation. Uh, I'll always try to answer again anybody that uh, that is on the uh, on our um, our uh, social media threads or our pages, and uh, of course uh, join the conversation. It's always again lively, and um, I'm, I'm as opinionated as I am on this show. I'm as opinionated on uh, on social media as well. So uh, again, we we invite you again to uh, subscribe, to uh, follow, or, be, or befriend me on, on social media. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week features Glenn Gilbo. Uh, and, of course, we talked about his brand-new book today. Uh, also, again, Saints, LSU, and Tulane. If you missed us at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV, uh, you can catch us tonight at 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And as I mentioned, always on our social media platforms, always at ericasher.com, and right now, and will continue to be on the WLATV YouTube page. Um, coming up in the second hour, we're just a few minutes away from Mike Scarborough of TigerBay.com. LSU opening up against uh, Florida State in the Dome on Sunday. LSU comes up with a big commitment today. And we'll let... Uh, We'll let Mike uh, uh, tell you all about that, and then we'll finish up with Jordy Collada, Jordy Collada Show. We'll talk Saints and LSU with him, uh, and that happens at 535. Hey, today's program brought to you by my good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, again, uh, uh, Oceana Grill, the Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, again, all are part, are, are part of, uh, again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And, you know, don't forget about the mothership, the, the, the one that started it all, and that is Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter voted uh, top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Voted as one of the top restaurants in the French Quarter as well. Open seven days a week for you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you love breakfast, and again, I know we got a lot of folks out there that can eat breakfast for breakfast, breakfast for lunch, breakfast for dinner. Hey, I'm one of them, okay? 
You have to get over to Oceana and taste their breakfast. It's absolutely spectacular. Uh, again, you know, it'll have you coming back for more. Uh, and they do, and make it easy for you, 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. So, again, the, the, you, have, you can get a late breakfast if you like because, again, lunch, will be, well, lunch service starts at 10 a.m. and goes all the way to 4 p.m. The dinner service starts at 4 p.m., goes all the way to 1 a.m. until the party stops when they close the doors. Uh, the breakfast is outstanding. Of course, lunch and dinner, Cajun queer, Creole cuisine at its finest, uh, and then, of course, the cocktails. I'm telling you, I, I, I've spent so many Thursdays doing a live broadcast from, from Oceana Grill, and within, within that two- to three-hour period, whatever the show was at the time I was there, uh, the, the oohs and ahs uh, from, the, from what's coming from the, from the cocktails that are coming from the bar. Uh, they're creative, they're spectacular, they're tasty, uh, and, and, and again, uh, you'll be pulling out your cameras to take pictures before, before you indulge. Uh, so get over there and enjoy a fantastic cocktail. You can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night, also dog-friendly, don't forget about that. And then, of course, to have your next event at Oceana, boy, I tell you what, it's a treat. Five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. Uh, the, the crew that handles the catering uh, for Oceana... I'm telling you, fantastic. They are going to make sure they take of every single detail for you, uh, the, the customer. And, of course, whether it's music, food, what you're looking for in terms of cocktails, those private rooms are, again, fantastic for your next event. And then think about it. Your steps off Bourbon Street. You're not that far from Frenchman Street. Just because the party breaks up after two or three hours, you keep the party going in the French Quarter. Oh, it's a, it's a great place to have an event. Also, again, Oceana's family-friendly, but, again, perfect uh, for, again, a, a dining experience with friends, friends from out of town, or, again, maybe heading to date night or maybe you're trying to close that business deal. Do it over at Oceana Grill. Hey, for more information, it's OceanaGrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time, for, time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. seven days a week. Don't tell me you can't get a late meal in New Orleans anymore because you can get it over at all the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill. Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, of course, again, the uh, uh, Hideout Bar, as well as uh, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. And again, uh, we thank the Bader Brothers for their continued support of our program. Just a little bit after Katrina, I want to say 06, maybe 07, uh, but they've been with us. It's, uh, again, just been so blessed by the great sponsors we have and the longevity. Again, those sponsors sticking with us. And let me tell you this. I'm going to say it again before we go to Mike Scarborough. It does not happen without you. If you're not supporting the sponsors, the sponsors are not going to support the program because, again, this is not a charitable organization. So thank you. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. It means everything, and it keeps the shows going. So we appreciate it very much. All right, let's head up to BR. Of course, he'll be heading down to, to the Big Easy uh, in, in a day or two. But, again, my good friend Mike Scarborough of TigerMate.com, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, you call yourself a Tiger fan, if you're a Tiger fan and you really want to know what's happening with your, with your team, you've got to get on TigerBait. The message boards have always been legendary. Uh, the, again, what Mike does, and just, and not just with, with LSU, but high school football, you get to know the recruits before they sign with LSU. And then now, with, again, him branching out to his YouTube page, which is blowing up each and every week with more and more subscribers, and it's a one-stop shop for everything you need to know about LSU. And it's Mike Scarborough's TigerBait.com. Mike, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you today? Uh, thank you, Eric. Thank you for the nice words. Yeah, we're knee-deep in recruiting. LSU got a big commitment uh, at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, it's two years in a row. The, the, the number one offensive lineman was in the state of Louisiana was at Neville, and it's two years in a row LSU's gotten both of them. Is uh, Lance Hurd, 6'5", 305, uh, announced his commitment to LSU, so. 
That's 22 commitments already, and it, 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 we're not. It, we're 22 commitments before Labor Day. If you would have asked me in May or June would they be there, I would have said no. I'm right there with you. I'm not telling you right now. I'm just so impressed with everything that Brian Kelly's been able to do in terms, again, just, you know, first of all, you know, kind of stabilizing the ship, right? And then, and then of course, once they were, were stabilized with, again, getting the coaching staff, you know, kind of, you know, holding on to the players they could, they could talk back into coming in and holding on to. Then what they did in the transfer portal, starting a little bit late in recruiting but still being able to catch up. And then what they're doing in 2023, it's been phenomenal. Absolutely. And uh, you, you mentioned high school recruiting. Uh, we, we were out uh, multiple games last week. I'm heading tonight to uh, film uh, a game, and I'm driving three hours round trip tomorrow. So it's um, nobody covers recruiting and shoots video like we do at Tiger Bait. I'm astonished uh, by some of the, uh, the sites out there that cover recruiting, yet they never go to high school games. I don't know how you do that. You can't do it, and, and and unless you're regurgitating something somebody else said, okay. That's yeah. the only. I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, you're just up close and personal. And then you have the national networks where there's three, uh, there's four national networks, and three of the four have guys who haven't been in Louisiana in in, in years, and but they're rating kids. <laughs> it's it, it's it's astonishing. It's a joke. It's a yep. joke. It's like what I used to say back in the day, why I never really bought into grades. Because before, again, really the advent of the Internet and the ability to be able to, again, do the video like we do now, guys never got a chance to be able to go cross-country and see all the kids in all 50 states. They were regurgitating what somebody else was saying and making it their own. So, again, how do you really know what a kid's a three-, four-star or what? We almost had to take well, the coach's no, hey, um, hey, look, word for it. Yeah. And, hey, look, I'm not – Picking on the the young man because no. I, I covered him and he was a great kid. But Ismail Shopsher, uh, what four or five years ago? How long? How many years has that been now? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's about four years. Yeah, you know, people out there rating him a five star. And as soon as I saw him, I knew he was a three. And I'm like, what what, what was that based on? You know, uh, maybe one guy's opinion. A bit and kept him as a four, but you know he had the measurables. But when you saw him on a football field, it, it it's I, I didn't see his performance better than a three. And, 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 that, and that just happens over and over again. Yep, no doubt about it. That's why, again, TigerBait.com. And then, Mike, again, what you guys are doing on YouTube, uh, I mean, that, that not only is it fun, but, again, it's, it's informative. Yeah, we, um, we're, we're really proud of uh, our, our growth on YouTube, and we're expanding there. And, um, and it's, a win, it's a win-win for us and, and, and the LSU fan base because everything on YouTube is free. So, right. Um, but uh, they, they've helped us grow, and we've got a lot of people go to LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait, hit the subscription button, the notification bell. You mentioned, of course, uh, the opener on Sunday in New Orleans, and that, that's, that's going to be a fun time. I, I think um, uh, it's going to be a very festive uh, French quarter with Florida State fans, and when the LSU fans yep. arrive, and I think a lot of LSU fans are now thinking, you know what, they're going to get down there early. And, you know, usually uh, – you know, the hotel and, and tourism board is kind of like, well, when it's LSU, they don't buy hotel rooms. I think they're wrong. because I think there's a lot of LSU people buying hotel rooms mm-hmm. because they're going to party Sunday night because they don't have to work Monday. There you go. I'm with you. And, look, uh, it's going to be a crowded weekend down here with Southern Decadence. Also, again, with LSU Florida State, the quarter's going to be packed. And, uh, of course, again, it's already a sellout uh, in, in terms of the Dome. I'll be interested to see, again, what the, what the – uh, um, 
uh, Hotel Motel Association will say again about uh, uh, the number of hotel rooms that were filled throughout this weekend. But everybody's asking me, <laughs> and I don't know, Mike, but maybe you do. Who's the quarterback of the LSU Tigers? Uh, I'm sticking with it being Jaden Daniels. Uh, I believe he's the guy. And um, we'll see if Nussmeier gets put in. If, if, if You know, like we've said uh, since the spring, if, if one guy is the starter and falters, um, we've seen nothing in Brian Kelly's history in previous stops where he's going to coddle a, a struggling quarterback and not want to hurt his feelings. Uh, he'll put in Nussmeier. So, um, but I, I think there's a reason to be optimistic about what you're going to get out of Jaden Daniels, despite the fact that maybe, you know, when we went to practice the media and we said, well, he's not as accurate as the other guy or he doesn't do this. Um, they love a quarterback, and most almost every college coach does love a quarterback that is mobile and, and is athletic. Uh, you've seen all the stories about him being clocked at 21 to 22 miles an hour. Um, there's going to be some design runs, and, and it wouldn't surprise me at the end of the night if uh, he's not the uh, the second or third leading rusher on the LSU in the LSU offense. The offensive line seems like they settled on it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I, I think not only do you like the, the three the, the three main spots, uh, Dellinger at center, and, of course, your tackles, Will Campbell and Wire, um, but you've got some real options at guard that you can intermingle. So um, uh, I think that offensive line is, is a lot better than people think. In fact, in the, in, in a, in the scrimmage two Saturdays ago, uh, there were multiple former players there and, and who I, I trust and they flat out told me the offensive line got the better of the defensive line that day and how good it's going to be. So, now, of course, Brian Kelly will, will turn that around and say, well, there's days where the D-line eats them up and vice versa. But it's, it's, it's a, you know, the whole iron sharpens iron thing. And, um, yes. and I think that that's also going to be a case in what you see when you've got LSU's questionable defensive backs, a bunch of new faces there, going up against Florida State's wide receiving core because there's no way – that Florida State's receiving core comes close to what those LSU DBs face every day in practice. Yep. And, Mike, we've talked about it, right? I don't know if they're SEC quality. We're going to find that out when they go up against SEC uh, teams. But I do know they're going probably going up against the deepest and, and maybe one of the best wide receiving cores in the nation every single day in practice. Yep, absolutely. It's. Um, uh, th- th- I think there's a lot to be excited about. And, of course – you know, uh, Sanji and I did our show Wednesday night, and we're talking this and that. And mm-hmm. and even though both he and I are eight and four, and I think you're at eight and four too, aren't you? Um, yes, sir. Eight and four. Uh, yeah. It, it, it just because you're talking high about things and there's some excitement uh, doesn't think uh, mean that we're predicting them to go eleven and one or anything like that. I think, uh, but I do think, and and and, and I think the, the the true expectations for this football team is that you see a disciplined football team that doesn't shoot themselves in the foot, that plays smart football. And I think at the end of the day, you want it to be very similar to Jay Johnson's baseball team, where yes. at the end of the season you say, you know what, the coach got the maximum out of the personnel he was working with. And I think that that is, is very likely to be the case with the football team, where at the end of the year 
uh, you're excited because you're looking at a top uh, middle of the top ten or a top five recruiting class and a team that met expectations and you know that they performed as well as they did with some deficiencies in particular areas that are being addressed in recruiting. Mike Scarborough of TigerBeat.com with us for a few more minutes. I'll tell you how to subscribe as we finish our conversation this afternoon. Mike, Noah Kane, Goodwin Williams to start the season with uh, Emery out for at least two games as of right now. Uh, how do you feel about the running back position? Um, I, I, I really like it. I, I, I know Noah Kane's getting a lot of the, the, uh, the, the play because of Emery being out for the first two games. Um, but there's there's been multiple practices and scrimmage that we've been out there where uh, Armani Goodwin looks uh, very, very good to me. And um, I, I think they've got some options there. Of course, uh, Williams is another one who's, who can show you some flashes. Um, so I think you've got multiple guys there that can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, and so a mobile quarterback, uh, I, I think they're going to be just fine in the running game, and I do think that Brian Kelly's going to want to establish the run and show that he's got an offensive line that's vastly improved. And so um, I don't know what the run pass percentage is going to be at the, in the box score mm-hmm. at the end of the night, but it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it's about 60-40 run versus pass. Mike, what are the keys to an LSU victory against Florida State on Sunday night? I think you need to run the football. Um, you need to be efficient. You need to stop their running game because I don't believe that they've got anything in the passing game uh, that can beat you. You want to avoid the busted play um, because they're going to try to go deep on you to keep you honest. Uh, you know, you had three running backs go over 100 yards last week. Uh, quarterback also is very athletic, so you need to keep him in check. And, um, and I also think that uh, – when you've got the height and the length that LSU's got across that defensive front, I mean, look at the bodies and, and the height and the measurables of all of uh, LSU's interior defensive linemen and those edge rushers. Um, you know, it, it, it ought to be very difficult for you to get out wide, and if they mm-hmm. get their hands up, uh, they, they need to be cognizant of the fact that they've got a real opportunity to have some batted-down balls. Um, uh, with the height that LSU has, they, they, they ought to lead the league in batted down balls at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is, again, there's no doubt there's NFL quality on this defensive line. Those guys will be playing on Sunday. But it seems like on paper they're deep enough. They'll be able to rotate a lot of guys in and out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, you got Wingo. You've got uh, uh, Jacoby and Guillory, who's in the best shape that he's been in after being injured and fighting COVID last year. So you could you could rotate those two in. I think we're going to see a bit more of, of Savion Jones uh, coming in um, in in year two, and you know I had him every bit as highly rated as Mason Smith. I think he's he could uh, uh, be uh, a, a factor that not a whole lot of people uh, are, are talking about because we already mm-hmm. know about Ali Gay and, and, and Ojalari. So, um, and then we're just going to you know see what the, what the uh, the solution is a DB. We were all questioning it, but yep. and Brian Kelly's not one to hold punches. I mean, if he tells you a position is a worry, uh, I mean, right. he's not going to tell you it's not. And for him to come out two weeks ago and say that he likes uh, what he's got at DB and, and really talking about major burns at nickel. Um, right. You know, Bernard Converse obviously looks the part. Um, 
I, I, I think they're going to be fine there. Uh, I think yeah. probably my biggest worry is field goal kicking just because we just don't know what they've got there. Uh, you know, you, you, you is it going to be Dybert or Ramos? Huh? Is it going to be Dybert? It's going to be Ramos? Okay. But the, the, you know, and and, and Ramos is going to be the punter, right? Yeah, but who's going to be the kickoff guy? And, um, yeah. you know, you know – when Poli came out last week and said, you know, you've been spoiled uh, with uh, uh, the last two guys, Cole Tracy and York, uh, also was spoiled by Avery Atkins and his deep kickoffs. Yeah. Got that right. No doubt. Mike, uh, going to be a busy week for you. You'll be, back, you'll be back down in New Orleans as well on Sunday. But before that, tell us about Tiger Bait, how folks can subscribe, and how they can follow you on social media. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. Got all the coverage of Lance Hurd's uh, commitment this afternoon. And more on the way. Got multiple uh, recruiting uh, videos and interviews with, uh, you know, uh, Moses from U High, uh, the, the the crazy freshman uh, Brown uh, that's already six uh, five and, and, and three hundred pounds. Um, it, it's amazing the, the 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 stellar talent for the classes of twenty five and twenty six that we're already covering. We got more a lot more coming away. So. Go to TigerBait.com, subscribe. You can, you can try us out for $1 if you're an LSU fan. I think you'll enjoy the website. Thank you, bud. Have a fantastic weekend down here in New Orleans. I know it's going to be a busy uh, first couple days with high school, uh, but we'll check in next week uh, talking about post-mortem uh, uh, LSU Florida State. All right, Eric. Thanks for having me. Talk soon, man. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the time. Because Mike uh, opening up the show today telling us uh, that LSU has landed uh, the number five offensive tackle in the country, the top-rated offensive lineman in Louisiana, uh, Zalens Hurd, 6'5", uh, uh, 305, offensive tackle out of Neville, uh, has signed with the Tigers. What I think Mike said that was the 23rd commitment uh, of, of the 23 uh, class. So uh, kudos to Brian Kelly, no doubt about it. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com, uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you live in the sound within the sound of my voice, uh, Burkhardt's got you covered. Uh, folks, I'm telling you right now, it's not just air conditioning systems. It's not just generators. I mean, Burkhardt is branched out. Uh, again, they, they can handle um, uh, outdoor lighting, ceiling fan installation, electrical repair, inspection, and testing. I uh, have an electrician on, on staff. also have a plumber on staff as well. Uh, again, you're looking at a, a company that has the ability to be able to uh, work with industrial, uh, com- uh, commercial, residential uh, 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 customers. Uh, you know, you got a big job, and you're looking to be able to have uh, a quality company dealing with your HVAC system. Hey, man, insist your contractor reach out to Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. The reputation's already there. They know your, your contractor would know exactly who Burkhardt is. Believe me, okay? And then, of course, you know, for your own home, uh, you know, making sure that, again, your AC's working properly, whether that is, again, the preventive maintenance in terms of, again, the inspections that they do for you each and every year on your air conditioning and heating system to, again, if you have a breakdown, being there quickly with 15 trucks in the field on a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business, uh, doing only the work that's necessary to, again, installing a brand new system is then they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry they have a crew that all they do is install air conditioning systems for you treating your home like their home treating your business like their business understanding that again sometimes they got to work around your business to get things done and then of course when it comes to generous sales and service they are the experts there truly a one-stop shop when you talk about Burkhardt it's acpromise.com that's acpromise.com Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada show is next don't move 
I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has everything you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Right now, Staples comp books and number two pencils are just 50 cents, and two pocket paper folders are just 25 cents each. In-store only offer ends 9-3, limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection with delays solid from Stump Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from just past St. Bernard. The canal and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past City Park to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are solid from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. 
We love to celebrate Labor Day weekend with family, friends, picnics, and parties. Please be safe this holiday weekend and don't drink and drive. From your friends at 1061 Nash Icon and Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyers. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks to Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Uh, Jordy Collada, just a couple seconds away. I got to tell you about my friends at Bombos. And uh, hey, Jordy, listen up, man. I know you're coming in town this weekend. Uh, 411 Bourbon Street. I'm telling you, three floors it was the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. You start off on the first floor. We got beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can check all the craziness of Florida State, LSU, Southern Decadence, everything that's going on uh, this weekend. You can head to the back of the restaurant on the first floor. There's a beautiful, uh, uh, authentic French Quarter courtyard that is beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Hey, take the elevator to the second floor. Maybe if you're in really great shape, you can take the steps. Who knows what's going to happen? Jordy's in great shape. He might take the steps. Uh, but when the doors open on this beautiful restaurant, you'll see a beautiful bar as you walk out. And then right to the left is, again, in, is a Bourbon Street balcony for you. Plenty of seating on the second floor and the first floor. Hey, then take the elevator to the third floor. Or you can take the, or take the stairs. And, of course, when the doors open, there's a beautiful uh, bar. And, of course, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. The sight lines from the bar are second to none. Folks, again, it's not just to have one of their fabulous cocktails from one of their great mixologists. Uh, the menu is chock full of Cajun Creole uh, um, menu items, as well as, again, your everyday items that, again, that, that, that everybody loves, right? It's a, it's a very eclectic menu at Mambo's and all, even, again, Old New Orleans Cookery, Oceana Grill, as well as Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. Come experience, again, a great time at Mambo's. Again, uh, from the rooftop bar to the, to the balcony to, again, the, uh, the first floor picture windows. Or of course, also uh, the uh, Bourbon Street balcony. Uh, open seven days a week for you. They're open late, okay? You can find out more at MamboNola.com. And when you finish up, I want you to head right next door uh, to the hideout bar. It's a beautiful uh, building, 300-year-old building. It's, it's, it's kind of wide open. But as you go in, you'll see, again, you have uh, great cocktails, a beautiful bar that's there. Again, they, they, they also serve food. And then always live music in a courtyard setting, a French Quarter courtyard setting. And you can't beat it. Right there in the 400 block of Bourbon Street, 411 Bourbon Street, Hideout Bar, Mambo's. It's always a great time and always a great memory over at Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. And remember, heading down to New Orleans for the game of seven Southern Decadence, Oceana, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Hunter Restaurant, open late. Uh, and, and, of course, they'll be, um, they'll be able to accommodate all parties. So get out there and enjoy a great meal or cocktail at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Do it this weekend. All right, joining us in the program, uh, I just – I just love his program. I just think he, again, he is just so talented as a as a talk show host. Uh, he gets great guests. Uh, he knows what he's talking about. He does the research, uh, and he's strong and opinionated. I mean, I think he's, he checks every box when what you're looking for in terms of a talk show host. Uh, his show, the Jordy Collada Show, is blowing up on on, on YouTube. Uh, follow him on social media as well because I think his social media people do maybe the best job out there of anybody in Louisiana in terms of, again, putting excerpts of the show on social media so you get a little chance to be able to check it out if you can't check out the entire show. But there's no excuse. He's on seven to nine weekdays, but the YouTube channel's there for you to be able to enjoy anytime you want. And he joins us once a week here on this program, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Jordy, how are you, bud? E-Money, it's good to talk to you, man. I'm dropping Eric Asher's name tomorrow night at Mambo's. There you go. Drop it at the door. Now, I'm doing hopefully it. That, hopefully that will help you out. But that, no matter what, head up to the rooftop bar. It's absolutely yes, amazing. Sir. Yes, sir. I'll definitely absolutely do it. Absolutely amazing. Be in town all weekend, man. 
figured that. Yeah, to get out there and enjoy, but that's for sure. Hey, um, Jordy, let's start. Look, we, everybody wants to talk LSU. We'll do that in a moment. But let's talk some Saints before we get started. And, and i got to start with C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And I want to get yeah. your reaction to the trade. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, some of the some of the um, some of the reports that are out there that are, that are trying to label him as a cancer in the locker room or a malcontent. Just give me your thoughts. Well, look. First off, I, I think that this is the business of the NFL, and you know this is this is the tough part of becoming emotionally tied to a player like the city of New Orleans and the Saints fans. You know, all of us in watching. CJ, I mean, Chauncey Gardner Johnson play over the last four years have kind of been, uh, you know, the, the state that you've been in. But this is the business of it. You could see this move coming really from a mile away when they were making the moves to bring in, you know, guys like Sorensen and Evans in the offseason and safety and the way that they were aggressive with Roby. And I mean, this is a position that they obviously have scouted well, they've got an immense amount of talent there. And, for as talented as Gardner Johnson is, Saints are one of the only teams that can really afford to make a move like this. So they put themselves in a position by their scouting department, their decision making. But look, I, I think when 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 I when I saw the report that Jeff Duncan put out a couple of weeks back, when when Gardner Johnson got uh, you know he got nicked up on a on a goal line situation and he went yeah. to the sideline and screamed, "This is what y'all want." I thought to myself, "It's over." I mean, this this is over. I mean, the Saints are way too bold in the way that they make decisions. And, you know, attitude matters in that locker room and chemistry matters. And there's no better franchise that, that, that has modeled the, the win now, you know, moniker in the NFL than the Saints. I mean, they'll, they'll go into salary cap hell. They'll make moves. They'll do whatever they have to do to win for the moment. And, you know, this is kind of anti-Saints of, you know, this doesn't help them immediately – but I think they just got out in front of what was inevitable next season when, when this contract expired and, you know, they weren't going to resign. I mean, you know, there were reports out there that were $4 million off. I mean, that, that, yes. you know, that, that's a lot of ground to make up. Uh, that's impossible. Uh, yeah, it's impossible to make up. You know, and, and, and as far as the value goes, he, I just, you know, I think this is, this is kind of the state of, of where it is and, and, and where the league is at this point in the calendar. You know I mean? You, you kind of take what you can get and, Gardner Johnson was was available for a fifth and seventh, and the way that the Saints have drafted, they probably thought to themselves they can probably make something out of this. So, um, you know, I, I love I love his attitude, I love his personality. I miss him on the on the field, but I understand it, and I think this is the business of the NFL. And you know, when when, when those moves, like I said, were being made for Evans and Sorensen and bringing guys yeah. in back there and Mays and all those guys, I mean, it was obvious that they were they were preparing for for something that that, that probably wasn't going to work out. Well, especially when they dangled him in, in, in the Deshaun Watson deal. I mean, you yeah. know, that was the beginning of, again, letting everybody know that he was on the trading block. And, you know, uh, that's when the, the when the value diminished as well. I mean, because, you know, yeah. teams are saying, last year of the deal, I got you know, either they're going to trade him or I'm going to pick him up at the end of the year. Right. That's exactly right. I think that, you know, there's been some there's been some signs along the way of, of how this was going to work out. That being one of the, the most glaring, but now, look, man, I mean, this is a guy from, from a personality standpoint. I thought it was so surprising early on in his career when him and Mike Thomas got into it that the franchise sided with him. You rarely see that when a superstar is in any type of internal problem. They're always going to side with the superstar, even if he's wrong. But, you know, I mean, to, to, to see where this relationship has gotten since then, 
Um, I think it just shows you that, you know, I mean, the business of the league is, is always at the forefront of the executives and no matter how much the player can impact and, 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 and can get close to the city and the fan base, they still got to make moves that are best for the team. And I think this was down the line immediately. Like I said, you know, I, I personally, selfishly, I would love to have him on this team this year, but I, I get it. I think that, you know, down the line, it just wasn't going to work out. And they, they had to move on it. Reaction of Marcus May being arrested this morning in Jefferson Parish uh, for allegedly a road rage incident in which there was an aggravated assault arrest stemming from uh, supposedly showing a gun or pointing a gun at three uh, female juveniles. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you read it, you just you 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 just kind of put your head down and shake it, but because of this is so avo- this is this is so avoidable. You know, I mean, this is something that you you, you got to be smarter than this, man. I mean, I, I know that. There are incidents out there that can that, that can boil you over, but with with his track record and and, and what's going on with you know the the Saints, the season being right here, I mean all of all of what's kind of going on. I mean you got to be a better decision maker than that. And you know I mean I I don't know what's going to happen from a legal process here, but you know from Marcus May's standpoint, he was already facing you know a potential. Uh, suspension or, or having to sit out now, you know, with this with, with this coming up, uh, who knows what they're going to get there? And you know, I was really loving the the, the 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 possibility of seeing him and Tyron Matthew back there, and and right. and obviously it'll probably still happen early on, but you just sure. you don't know if, if this thing can sneak up and grab you at, at some time during the season, and you hated to see. I hate to read it when it when, when it came across this morning. Yeah. Well, again, look, the, the, the one thing he's got going for him is, again, there's an investigation that's ongoing in Jefferson Parish. Now, again, it's only been an accusation. The investigation has to happen. We'll see, again, if he's ultimately charged and then what happens with the court system. Uh, the thing in Florida, it's middle of November when they're supposed to go to court again. I got a feeling they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna do another continuance on that, which probably, again, kicks it back into, uh, to, to again, the, uh, after the season is over. So you may still be able to see May and, and, and Matthew again playing, uh, you know, a full season as long as there's no injury problems there. You know, much like we're seeing with, with Alvin Kamara. So that, that, that's at least, uh, you know, a good possibility based on, again, what we're seeing in terms of court dockets. Yeah. So look, that that's best case scenario, really. So in, in the sense of yes. getting them on the field, you know, by by no means the, do am I saying anything about what's going on legally? But um, you know, from the, the 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 on the field process, I think that that makes a lot of sense, and and hopefully that's the way it works out. Because um, you know, I mean, I think Saints potentially could have a top five unit you know, on, on that side of the ball pretty quick this season, even losing Gardner Johnson. I mean, which again yeah. was a again. Which is a big loss. And again, I don't think anybody can discount that loss. Uh, you know, you can't give away good football players, what I've been saying all week long, uh, but it is what it is. No, absolutely. And look, like I said, I mean, their scouting department, the decisions that they've made, Justin Evans, you know, I mean, he's an incredible story and a player that, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, he deserves to make this roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a guy that you put back there that, you know, I mean, had a hell of a training camp, made plays when had the chance, and, you know, deserves to have a chance to be on this 53. And, you know, I mean, like I said, the Saints scouting department, their decision makers, their player personnel, um, you know, division are, are as, bet, you know, as good as you'll find in the league. And they're built for moves like this. And, you know, this is really what's kept the, 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 the franchise, in my opinion, very relevant through some, you know, monumental changes of people like Sean Payton, Drew Brees, et cetera, mm. where, you know, they can um, – you know, maintain and, and, and serve maintenance to the plane while it's in the air. Yep. 
Yep, I'll also throw Alante Taylor. His drafting in there was a precursor yep, to the right. end of, of Gardner Johnson right. as well. Let's roll to LSU. I know everybody, you know, when I start answering the Saints, Saints question, people start getting antsy out there. You've got to ask him a question. Here we go, folks. LSU coming. Huh. Keep telling you, the guy's a talk show host. He talks everything. We'll be talking Pelicans to him throughout the year. you kidding me? Um, quarterback, what's your gut? Yeah. I think Jaden Daniels is going to start the game. You know I mean? And I think Brian Kelly, he, he's told us that without telling us that. You know I mean? A lot of what he says in between the lines, you can tell that you know, it, it, he, he – he he feels a calming factor with 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 Daniels. Uh, the, the the game slows down for a lot of people, and they got a lot. You know, they, they have a lineup on offense that they're walking out there with that offensive line of guys doing. You know, they're doing first things for the first time in their their football career. Whether it's Will Campbell starting at left tackle, Miles Frazier playing interior at the guard spot, Garrett Dellinger's playing center for the first time. You know, Anthony Bradford's trained to the at tackle for the majority of, of training camp. Um, you know, I mean, they need, and, and Kelly, I think, wants just a calm, uh, collected quarterback. And not saying that Nussmeyer would be over his skis. He, he just, not, you know, Daniel's experience is why he went out, in my opinion. And I think it, when he gets the call on Sunday, I think it's because of the experience that he has coming in, the amount of starts, the amount of football he's played at this level. I think that Nussmeyer plays – and I think that they play them both throughout the month of September. And, and look, e, I, I could sell you a scenario where they, they run both these guys out there throughout mm-hmm. the year. So Me too. I'm um, with you. Yeah, so, so I, I think that both of them play. But, you know, ultimately I think that Jaden Daniels takes the, the, first start, the first snap on, on Sunday. If there is a position of concern for you, what is it? Cornerback. You know, I, I think when, when when you think of corner and, and look, offensive line too, just because they, they have questions, they need to be answered. Just like I laid out with you know the guys that are doing first time stuff, but you know, cornerback, there's a lot of new faces there. You know, you're looking at guys like Makai Gardner and Colby Richardson, or you know, kind of a little outside the norm of their their size and their their length. They're six foot two, and they they come from Louisiana in Lafayette and, and McNeese. They hadn't played at the, this level, so you wonder if that's going to to, to transition over and but they got guys there that like, you know, Seven Banks and, and, and Jarek Bernard Converse, who've played at a high level. But, you know, I, I just think they've got a lot of unanswered questions there that, you know, they're going to have to figure out on the fly. So, you know, as far as areas of concern, um, it, it would be offensive line. Uh, it would be um, defensive back, cornerback. And then he probably, probably the number one is kicker. Yeah, I mean, like LSU has been so spoiled since you know Cole Tracy and and Cade York and Avery Atkins on 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 kickoff. I mean, I I know it's it's not you know it's not a sexy part of the game to talk about, but you know LSU is going to have they got their hands full trying to replace them. Brian Kelly was pressed on it earlier this week on Monday, and Mm -hmm. he said, "Look, we still got a week left." And I mean, that's that's got to be pretty that's got to be pretty anxiety driven uh, for for a head coach not to have a kicker on game week. Um, and, and so, so I think that, you know, that there are some areas that, that they're going to have to see how they respond on, on Sunday. Um, and, and those would be the top ones. Who do you like Sunday? I, I like LSU. I really do. I think it comes down to the defensive line of LSU against the offensive line of Florida state. You know, I've, I've, we, we've been able to, as the media see some, some extended amount of practices and, 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 that defensive line is so good. And then, you know, watching Florida State play last week for a couple of quarters, I mean, they played three centers 
last week against Duquesne. If, you know, same thing like we say with a kicker. If you're still trying to figure it out in game week, you're in trouble. And, you know, it, specifically, if you're trying to figure that position out when you got Mason Smith and Jaqueline Roy next up, I mean, you're in serious trouble. So um, I think that those guys are, you know, they're the reason, like I've told you time and time again, why I believe LSU will be in every game just because of, of how good, how deep, how dominant they can be. And, um, you know, I think that they're going to be the difference maker and really the ultimate mismatch uh, come Sunday where they could control that whole game. And, and if they do, you know, it'll be tough for Florida State to get anything going uh, offensively. And it, it may be ugly because it's, it's, it's game one, but I just think that the defense is, is way too strong for, for Florida State at this point from a personnel standpoint. And it'll, it'll end up being the difference. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time. Give you a few minutes to be able to tell the folks all about your show, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, I appreciate that, E. On YouTube, or there, 7 to 9 a.m. daily. We'll be getting you set for the, the, the football weekend, obviously. LSU and Florida State capping it off Sunday in the Caesar Superdome. And we'll be there. We'll be, we'll be bringing you live coverage throughout the weekend. And, you know, the easiest way to find us is just hit us on Twitter or hit us on social media, any of the platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. And our handle is at Colada Show. So if you're looking for us, just go to those social media platforms, hit Colada Show, and you'll see us. Uh, and, and, and that's where all the content lives. Thank you, my friend. Have a wonderful weekend here in New Orleans. And uh, as you, as always, I appreciate your time, and we'll do it all again next week. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's, uh, again, Jordy Collada, Jordy Collada Show. It is a must-watch, okay? You love sports. You love, you love LSU. You love Louisiana sports. It is a must-watch. All right, folks, don't forget about air conditioning and heating. It doesn't matter what, where, where, where you live in the, in, in the metropolitan area. Uh, if you are looking for a company you can trust to repair your system, if it breaks down, it's Burkhart. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business, only doing the work that's necessary, need certified technicians. And, of course, folks, that reputation that Burkhart has put out there, again, doing the job right the first time. If something happens and it doesn't uh, work out the first time, you better believe they're there to make it right, okay? Uh, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heat. I've trusted them for over 30 years. Known John Burkhardt over 30 years, and I'm telling you right now, I watched this company go from a one truck to now the mega company that they are, 15 trucks in the field, from a guy that was doing just air conditioning to generators now. His reputation in terms of industrial and commercial customers are second to none, and, of course, residential. Uh, you know, they, they have, they have uh, changed the industry, especially with the 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. And, of course, a lot of folks coming in town in New Orleans this weekend. If you're within the sound of my voice, head on over to an Oceana family or uh, Oceana uh, member restaurant. Oceana Grill, 739 Contact Bourbon. Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Also, again, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, right next door is the Hideout Bar. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Oceana's got breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you. The rest of the restaurants have lunch and dinner. And, of course, plenty of TV screens everywhere. That Again, if you can't, don't have a ticket to the game, you can watch it there. Get out there and enjoy our meal, a great cocktail at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, Grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504 313 4,000. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Man, I slept. New ZQuil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is made for people who are tired of being tired. I've never slept like this before. I've never woken up like this before. A melatonin-free sleep aid made with a botanical blend that contains clinically studied and effective valerian root, hops, and passionflower, shown to help promote better restorative sleep. ZQuil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep. Sleep this good. Feel this good. Available at retailers near you. 
Hey, don't forget about my friends over at William Grant, Henrik's Gym, Malago Tequila, Rake of Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. How about a great uh, lineup of scotches, award-winning Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blend Scott, Scotch Whiskey, as well as Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, Sailor Jerry Rum, and, of course, Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum, the, the rum portfolio, and Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, as well as Hudson Burby, Bur- Bourbon Whiskey, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Don't forget about Hudson's Neptunia Gym. Hey, I want to thank our guest today. Uh, again, it was uh, uh, Gary Smith, also uh, uh, Mike Scarborough, Ross Jackson, and, of course, Jordy Collada. Got to thank Rudy back at studio. Uh, remember, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sport is up at 6 o'clock. Glenn Gilbo is my guest on WLA-TV. And, of course, we'll have that up on our social media platforms at some point this evening. This is my final show for the week, okay? Taking the weekend off, uh, the four-day weekend, so I'll see you on Tuesday Live. Got some two great uh, shows coming up for you on um, on Friday and Monday. And coming up next, this is a Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. That is followed by Rumble Football. So a big night right here on 106.1 FM. Hey, thanks for listening to the program. Everybody have a safe Labor Day weekend. I'll see you Tuesday, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Go Tigers. Go Green Wave. See you on Tuesday.